Hey everybody, Dr. Axe here. Hey, welcome to another show. Hey, I'm real excited about today's guest. It's Dr. Dan Sullivan. Now, Dr. Dan is actually one of my closest friends and, uh, and he travels the country talking about how to get rid of chronic pain, talking about neurology, which is probably his biggest expertise, is how to really transform the health of your brain and nervous system, which is one of the biggest things we'll talk about today. Dr. Dan, welcome to the show. Man, it's a pleasure to be here. I, uh, I'm so excited and, and honored uh, to share with the guest today. Yeah, man. Well, so, so anyways, one of the things I want to mention about Dr. Dan here as well is I love it when you have somebody who's both uh, in, re he's done a lot of research, uh, but also he had a practice. And so Dan ran a large uh, practice that helped people optimize their health. It was a clinic that focused on chiropractic and physical therapy and, and nutrition and helping people not just get rid of chronic pain, but helping people live a fuller life. And I think that's one of the things that I've noticed is if you're a person who wants to feel good in your joints and your muscles and your entire body, the focus shouldn't be on just getting out of pain. The focus should be on helping your body function at a higher level, which is also why Dr. Dan, uh, I actually worked with Dr. Dan years ago when we were both on something called the Wellness Advisory Council, and we had the opportunity to work on some Olympic athletes. And so just to let you know, Dr. Dan here, he's worked with Olympians, he's worked with professional athletes, he's worked with celebrities, and really helping people get out of chronic pain. But I want to say this as well. If you're a person and you're not in pain and you're listening to this, the big thing as well is how do you prevent pain throughout your lifetime? Because the numbers are like 80% of people at some point in their life have chronic back pain. And I would say 99% of people have joint issues or neck pain or back pain or knee pain or shoulder pain. They have some sort of injury in their lifestyle that they don't fully recover from and that plagues them later on. So Dan is really an expert in helping people prevent injury and also heal injuries and really specifically doing it through focusing on the nerve system. So Dan, I know that was a lengthy, you know, sort of intro about sort of what you do. And I kind of let you say some of that, but I wanted to start off uh, there. So one of the first things, Dan, I'd love for you to talk about is this sort of model today we have. So many people today will go into a medical doctor or a chiropractor or another practitioner, physical therapist. And the way they treat pain is sometimes with surgeries first, medications, rather than following more natural approaches, talk about sort of your approach and the problem today with sort of, you know, uh, the mainstream uh, model of taking care of pain. First off, you know, one of the reasons why I'm, you know, at all involved in this is I was just, I was one of them. I was 16 years old when I was actually injured uh, with, a, with a pole vaulting in high school of all things. I was track, so I was a, I was a pole vaulter. And I got injured and we went, and my mom's a nurse. So, so here's the thing for me, my history, a lot of you I, I know can relate to this. I'm not some sort of, I didn't, I wasn't come out of the womb understanding natural care or natural health or anything like that. My mom is a nurse. She's been a nurse for 35 years. I've got my two oldest brothers who I, I just always was driven to be like, they're medical doctors. My sister's an occupational therapist. So I've got a big family and, and most of it's all medical. So I stumbled into this. So if you're, if you're out there and you're like, you know what, I'm not a natural person at all, or maybe I'm more on that conventional side. Listen, I was there. That, that's my world. I wanted to be in there. I wanted to be a medical doctor. And so I can relate to there, but then I, then I got injured. And when I got injured in high school, my mom took me to the best of the best. And so I remember going to doctor after doctor after doctor. And all I wanted to do is be able to run around the track, just, just run around with no pain in my low back. And then to be able to play baseball season was coming up. So I didn't want to miss a game or a practice for that matter. And so I, uh, so I end up going down this path and we go to doctor after doctor. My mom, I remember one time, so I'm from you know, Nebraska. We end up driving to Omaha to the specialist 
and my mom, we sat in this doc. I'll never forget this doctor doctor's name, and he was a almost is a, a neurosurgeon, and he took my mom out of the room, um, and because I had all the tests done, the the scans, the bone scans, the the MRIs, and they and he and he literally said to my mom, "There's nothing that can be done. We think that your son is faking it because there was nothing that." that was showing on the scans or any of the tests that hadn't been addressed already. And so I remember feeling deflated. In fact, I remember my mom was so frustrated. We drove home and she was so mad at this doctor. And I, I, I said, mom, like, why were you mad? Or why, why did he take you out there? And she ended up sharing with me. She said, uh, he really wanted to put you on some sort of antidepressant because he thought that you were, you're faking it. And I remember saying to my mom at the time, I didn't have any sort of, you know, judgment of it. I thought if it's in my head, cause that's what we said, it must be on your head. If it's in my head, just tell me how to get it out of my head so that I can go play baseball. Yeah. And so I, it's such a, uh, so now knowing that, and then we go to our, our, our dentist actually of all people said, you should try a chiropractor. And then that's when the tide started turning for me. And I, I, I go to this chiropractor, started teaching me some natural things and obviously addressing some of the causes. And I didn't know this till a couple of years ago. My mom shared this with me. She said, she said, Dan, do you remember when we left that chiropractic office the very first time? Because it was the first time I got some hope. And uh, she said, do you remember what you said to me in the parking lot on the way home? I said, I have no idea. She said, you turned to me and, and, and you looked at, at me and you said, mom, why didn't you bring me here first? Mm. And my mom's answer to this day, it's kind of like, you know, I've lived out this, this thing that happened so long ago. And she, I said, why didn't you bring me here first? And she looked at me, she said, I didn't know. And I say that because now that's my inspiration a lot of times because you may be on this line, you're like, you know what? I resonate with that story. I don't feel like anybody knows what's going on. I go to doctor after doctor, maybe I've tried or I'm, I'm you know, listening to a podcast or natural health because I just want answers. Listen, first of all, I can relate, right? I, I understand what you're going through. But the other thing is this, this thing of pain, whether it be acute that turns into chronic, it is... If it was easy, we would have it figured out. And so there's so many complexities to it. The first thing that I want you to know in terms of addressing your pain or chronic pain, even if it's acute or eventually chronic, the first thing you need to know is that there is a cause. You know, where, where we come from, Dr. Josh, like we know that we were taught early on is that, that every effect has a cause and pain is an effect. It's not the cause. So there's ways to address this and there's a lot of experts and natural providers and ultimately we're going to get into some supplements and some other lifestyle things you can start doing but you first got to know there is a cause and the pain itself is not the cause so when you find the cause then you can get answers yeah i think that's such a, a great point dan is the big the big thing we have to do is we have to find what's the root cause why, why did this problem develop in the first place and this is true with all health conditions it's like if you're struggling with you know, polycystic ovary syndrome or infertility, we know a lot of times that starts with an insulin issue. Well, why is there an issue with insulin being imbalanced? Well, it can be sugar. It could be an emotion like excess worry and overthinking. Like there are all of these different things, excess carb consumption or a nutrition, nutritional deficiency. But again, as you're saying, I know that's one of the things we want to be as a DC, a doctor of cause of finding what the root cause of disease is. So again, I'm so with you on that point. And talking about chronic pain, let's, let's first talk about this. Why does your body have pain? You know, well, 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 why, why do we have pain? Yeah, so that's it. You know, and I, I, the best analogy I, I've always heard and we've always used is, you know, if you drive your car, if you're, if you're driving your car and all of a sudden the check engine light comes on, you would never go into the mechanic and be okay if they just brought out a, a black piece of electrical tape and put it over the light. 
right? We, we would never, that would, that would, we'd be like, what are you doing, right? Because we know that that check engine light is an indication that something is wrong within the engine. And so that must be addressed. That must be evaluated. We must have diagnostics on that and then figure out how do I address that? Same thing with pain. Right. And so unfortunately, in our current culture, conventional care is let's just see what the pain is and then let's just hush it like like let's just just try to hush it like it's like it's an enemy of war. And we'll do that at all costs, whether it be through over the counters or prescriptions or opioids or eventually surgery. That's the typical strategy conventionally. And so what, what, what I want everybody needs to know is that, again, pain is there as a as a indicator that something's wrong. And what we know, and again, we'll get into this is, is inflammation is at the crux of it. Like, like the reason why we're in pain, the reason why most people are in pain is because of this big I word called inflammation. And so that's one thing early on that I learned how to address and then have addressed that thousands and thousands of times of patients because if you can bring down that inflammation you're going to see that pain go down so we'll, we'll talk about that but first off is that pain is an indication that something's wrong so you have to figure out what is the cause yeah it's so good so again we, as, as dr dan here is saying number one we've got to find the root cause and also pain is your body's warning sign it's your body saying hey there's something wrong in this area so if you're a person here and you've got as dan dr dan's talking about if you have low back pain. And by the way, I know Dan and I have both had low back pain at times in our life. He talked about being in high school. I injured my back doing CrossFit years ago and took me a while to heal up my disc and my low back. But for me, I didn't just go back and start living my life. It was like, okay, there's something wrong here. I have some poor movement patterns. And for me, like, you know, Dan, it was like my glutes weren't firing enough. And uh, like, like those muscles uh, and I didn't have the proper form when I was lifting and there were a number of other things. Um, and so anyways, we know that, you know, getting these functional patterns and these sort of things, but it's important that we find out, hey, what's the root cause of this pain? And again, the problem today with our system is they just numb it, right? It's like whether it's with an NSAID or a, a shot of cortisone or whatever else it is, they're just creating essentially more damage in the area because now that area can't fully heal because inflammation is actually your body's healing response. So it can't fully do that. So talk to me about that as well, because I know inflammation, it's the problem, but it's also the solution, right? With some of this stuff, because a lot of times people think inflammation is the worst thing in the world. It's bad. But if you didn't have inflammation, like your body couldn't heal, right? Yeah, you're exactly it. And what we've kind of dialed down pain so most people that are in pain, if you're sitting here, you're suffering from chronic pain, or maybe someday you're going to have pain. Again, we know 85% of people will have low back pain at some point in their life. Uh, unfortunately, the numbers are very staggering. You know, the amount of people that are suffering from chronic pain. I mean, we're talking one out of three Americans are suffering from a chronic pain. So this isn't something just small. If you're not suffering from chronic pain right now, consider it a blessing and do everything everything you can to make sure you don't suffer from chronic pain because there's a lot of people out there and, and the answers unfortunately are again more drugs and surgery so you look at it one it usually starts off with an injury so most people it starts off with an injury there's a physical there's a physical injury to tissue and, and, and whether that be bones right uh, uh, joints uh, ligaments and then to soft tissue so then you got muscles involved as you were talking about Trish like like when you get muscles involved that soft tissue then also can, can create not only acute, but chronic pain. And then what is the, the, the kind of the fire that really pulls in all the pain is that, is that inflammation. So, so whether it's, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, bony tissue, whether it's joints or whether it's soft tissue, whether you, you know, tore a muscle or something like that, that's where 
the, when the, when the inflammation sets in, that's where, and so like, for me, one of the things I like to think about, I'm a simple minded guy. So like you fell down and you, and you, you had an injury or a, a cut and it got infected, whether you're a kid or just lately. And, and you see that redness around that, that, um, you know, that, 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 that infection, like when you touch it, it hurts. When I think about it, when you think about inflammation, that's like, think about how, how you take a cut and then it gets infected and then all of a sudden you can't even touch it and it just lights you up. That's that pain. And you got to, and I'm going to take it back because I'm a neurology guy. One of the things you have to understand about pain, pain is in the brain. You, you only sense pain in the brain. And, and this is where I'm going to kind of blow some of your minds because when you start to understand the difference between acute and chronic, it really gets, the research is really, really crystal clear on, on, on how to address this stuff. And it's really complex, which is why most people unfortunately aren't addressing it correctly. But that, that physical pain that then you have inflammation around the inflammation becomes the, the, like you said, it's the blessing and the curse. It's the thing that heals you. If you have a swollen ankle, a, a sprained ankle, that inflammation is there to, to bring nutrients to the area, to heal the area, to repair it, to bring lymph, lymphatic tissue, to, to, to drain all the bad stuff out. And so that, that, that's an important healing cascade as we call it. But if it's there long-term and, and, and as that uh, inflammation, as we lifestyle ourselves into adding more flesh, for instance, a diet that is high in processed foods and refined carbs and just these omega-6 fatty acids will actually add to the amount of pain because it adds to the inflammation. So although the inflammation is good and needed, it's to be able to get the body to, to have the amount, right amount of inflammation it needs to just get rid of and, and get your body heal, healing but then also making sure your lifestyle is, is in accordance to make sure that injury heals appropriately. But, but where it gets into problems is when our lifestyle ends up feeding that inflammation and then the pain lasts forever and then it turns into chronic pain. So this is some of the stuff we get into is yes, inflammation is good, but it also, we have to have a lifestyle that's going to actually help bring that inflammation down. Yeah, it's so good. And as you're talking about, again, you know, diet plays a big role in this, uh, adding to that inflammation. Again, inflammation is not bad, inflammation that's there for too long and inflammation that's caused by, you know, repetitive injuries over time and poor diet and these things, of course, that, that, that's, it starts to become destructive as well. Some of that healing process or create more scar tissue, which is just important to be aware of. So they don't, uh, Dr. Dan, a few of the things I definitely want to get into today. I want to talk about nutrition, some of your diet recommendations. We'd love to hear some of your top supplement recommendations. We'd also like to hear some of your top treatment recommendations. If somebody is struggling with chronic pain, let's say back and neck pain, what do you recommend they do in terms of treatment? So let's start off with, with diet. Let's talk about some of your favorite foods or what should someone's diet look like if they want to overcome uh, any type of chronic pain, whether it's knee pain, low back pain, or any type of pain? Yeah, this is where I, I, I'm, you know, again, let's keep it simple. Uh, and obviously I'm talking to the, 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 you know, the king of nutrition and, and uh, diet. And but when it comes to pain, the same thing occurs. It's like, we want to think about neutralizing that inflammatory process. So if you think about inflammation, you think about like that fire, like, like to me, I just picture it as fire. Like when I think about an, uh, an, uh, an infected, uh, um, you know, injury, right? I've got yeah. three little girls. So I'm like an infection, an infected owie, you know, it's like, you got this infection. How do you minimize that inflammation? And so you don't want to pour gasoline on the fire. So what's mm. gasoline? And it's easier for me to explain this yeah. this way, which you got to eliminate it, it, before you start adding stuff, you've got to eliminate the things that are pouring gasoline on this inflammation that are pouring gasoline on the fire. Things like your refined carbs. I mean, you name it from 
I mean, all the stuff that tastes so good, right? And you're like, like the, the potato chips and the sugar and the cakes and the, and, and, and the, the gluten, the, the, the bread, right? These things all add because they're so high in refined and processed things and neuro, you know, uh, uh, sorry, uh, 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 excitotoxins. And so you want to start by, I just, it's an elimination. I, I, yep. I just would encourage everyone out there, just let's start to eliminate, adding good, eliminating bad, putting more things in your body that are full of life. Now, you know, I, I like for me, again, you know, we start off like, I'll just start off like my day with, with a, a great smoothie, right? You add in some blueberries, add in some, you know, bone broth protein or, uh, uh, and I do this with my girls. Like we do this, our, our family adding in, you know, uh, some great antioxidants. We'll throw in, this is where we hide, like even with my girls, like we, we, we hide some, you know, the kale and the spinach into a smoothie or these greens powder into a smoothie. So they can't taste this. And then you start to add in some great antioxidants, some great, you know, good fats some coconut oil, uh, some coconut milk, things that really taste good. So, so good fats. And then again, eliminating just the, the nasty refined carbs. I need you to yeah. think like every time I'm putting that, I'm adding gasoline to the fire. So in terms of food, again, keeping it simple, adding the good fats, adding the antioxidants, adding the, uh, you know, a, a flavorful, you know, alive foods, right? Green and, and uh, you know, fruits and vegetables. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a great recommendation. So what Dr. Dan's saying here is again, but one of the biggest things I took away from this was swapping the, pro, the processed carbs for the healthy fats, right? It's so important. Our brain, our nervous tissue, these areas, they're, they're made up of fat, a lot of them versus your body's not really made up of hardly any, if, if, if any at all, carbohydrates. So again, your body's made up of fat. It needs fat to heal. So again, get rid of the sugar, the refined carbs, all that stuff. Replace it with those healthy fats and also the vegetables and the fruits herbs and spices like Dr. Dan talked about. Again, total, total alignment there. And I love that analogy, Dan, of you're pouring gasoline on the fire. Think about that. When you're eating that donut, when you're eating that cereal, when you're eating a, you know, the bread and the pastas and those things, especially the wheat flour and the white flour, just imagine whatever injury you have, you are pouring gasoline on it versus if you're having certain foods like pineapple and kiwis and spinach and broccoli and avocados and coconut and the wild caught salmon, you are putting out that fire. You're pouring water on it. You're helping that fire go away. And so again, I love that analogy. So good. Let's talk about the supplements. What are some of the most important supplements that you've personally taken and you've prescribed and recommended to patients while they're you know suffering with chronic pain and looking to kind of calm that inflammation as well? Yeah. And let, let me give you my top three. Uh, and yep. these are coincidentally, these top three are ones that they're not even they don't I wouldn't even isolate them to pain. I mean this everybody should be taking these. Now if you are under pain you for surely. Number one, fish oil, a good omega-3 fatty acid. And here's why. We know research has shown that you have these omega-3s and omega-6s, and there needs to be a good ratio of them. And I'll keep this very simple and not complex. But here's the reality. The average American is at a 25 to 1 ratio of omega-6s to omega-3s, when ideally you want between one and four, like a four to one or a one to one, so anywhere between one to one and four to one, ideally one to one. And the average is, in fact, I've taken care of patients that have had these numbers. So over a hundred, like some of these uh, uh, kids that are on the spectrum, autism kids are over a hundred to one, 108 wow. out of one to 108 wow. over one. That is so much inflammation in their body. And you got like a lot of these kids that are, that are on the spectrum, they, they, they crave, right? They crave uh, carbohydrates. And so unfortunately, if a parent doesn't know how to, how to 
feed them appropriately, then those numbers, and they will never heal. They will never be able to, yep. to live that life again that God has intended. It's the same thing with pain. So, so if you're uh, uh, you know, out there and you're not on a good omega-3 fatty acid supplement, that is something where to start. That's, that's my number number. Number two, um, turmeric, you know, turmeric yeah. has such anti-inflammatory process, curcumin within that. I mean, research has shown that when you, I mean, like turmeric has the essentially more uh, pain reducing qualities than a lot of prescriptions are over the counter drugs for wow. sure. So turmeric, which has got that curcumin in it. And then the third one, again, I believe everybody should be has is collagen. A collagen, not only for when you're in pain, because it's like the building blocks. And obviously, you know, Josh, you're like the king of this and you'll be able to explain a lot better than I can. But to me, when I think of collagen, I think of like when you're watching a house go up, like there's, you know, you have that framing, like the frame of the house, like you, in order to put drywall and you got to have, you know, you got to put up the framework. And I just think of collagen. So many people are missing collagen as the framework of their body, whether it be their gut, whether it be their joints and, and, and these and the ligaments, the tendons, the tissues, that they're, they're so, um, they're so inadequate. They're so not have, have it that, that they're more easily injured. They're more easily slipping into this, you know, acute to chronic. And so this is where, this is something, maybe you say you're not in pain. This is how you stay out of pain. Add in those omegas, add in that turmeric, add in that collagen to make sure these are staples that you should have, again, pain or not. But if you are in pain, you, you absolutely need to be adding at least these three. A couple of the other ones that I, CBD oil, a huge one that, that I've had experience with that's, that's, that's been very good. In fact, my mom, my mom has had a knee replaced. She's had an ankle problem. She's had back problem and CBD oil has been the saving grace for her. I mean, she has, wow. you know, I ship her CBD oil. I ship her collagen, ancient nutrition stuff. And I just, I ship it there because I just trust that brand and I, and I ship it to her and she gets great results with that. Um, Boswellia is another one. Like this is one where uh, I've taken it when I, when I, uh, injured my, a, a disc, got a disc in my low back that was, that was injured. Oh man. And I, I was just load up on it again, huge, uh, uh anti-inflammatory, uh, benefits there. I, I love, I love that. I mean, that, that's, that's really, you know, these are a lot of the things that I would have hit on as well in terms of these are things that are simple. We all have access to. So I just want to hit on this again, what Dr. Dan said again, number one, Omega threes. Okay. We, we, you have to balance out and listen, this, you can do this in supplements, but it does start with diet, eating wild caught fish like salmon, uh, mackerel, uh, herring, sardines, even some tuna, you know, get, getting those healthy omega threes from the food you're eating, like fish, getting it from things like grass fed animals, like grass fed beef rather than grain fed, even doing some walnuts and some flax and chia, but get those omega threes, but the best are going to be those animal sources because they're also high in EPA and DHA, which really have the biggest anti-inflammatory benefits. The turmeric, I mean, it is amazing, Dr. Dan, that you said that like there are literally um, studies showing that turmeric is more effective than like 30 some different medications. It's more effective than pain medications, which also begs the question of like, what, why, why aren't more doctors prescribing turmeric when it has little to zero side effects when all of these pain medications, actually, if you're talking about medications outside of, uh, uh, you know, antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications, probably after those, some of these pain medications have the biggest side effects on our liver, our stomach, our kidneys. 
serious, serious damage to these areas of our body. And then also, I know you mentioned collagen or bone broth, you know, getting that in your diet, CBD, another great one. So again, I'm totally with you on those. Tell, tell me about this. What would that diet look like? And I know, I, you know, I've been over to your house. I know you live in Nashville now. And uh, I see it fairly often. Talk to us about what does that diet look for you? And then also for your family. I know you've got three girls at home. You've got an amazing wife and you guys are runners. You guys are always doing activities together as a family. What would this practically look like in the Sullivan household? What do you guys eat for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner and dessert? Yeah, well, I would first off, you know, I credit my wife uh, for, you know, and she'll be listening to this. She, she doesn't miss an, uh, an episode. So, uh yeah, so she pulls this all off. First off, again, in the morning, we try, we just keep it simple, you know, and, and my wife and I would both say, you know, we're not like huge, you know, chefs or cooks. We learn how to, you know, do the staples and and uh, and go from there. So we get up in the morning, we have a smoothie, you know. So this morning I make a smoothie. I put, I'll tell you exactly, I put some, you know, frozen uh, blueberries, organic blueberries, some frozen, this time it's some frozen organic cherries. Uh, we put, so I put some uh, spinach in there. We put some greens powder in there. I put some, uh, some, ancient nutrition collagen and uh, some coconut milk and, and all our girls eat it. And then, uh, you know, one of our, I would say our, our youngest, she likes to put a little almond butter on top of, uh, you know, on top of her. So she's always begging for, for almond butter. And uh, yeah, so that, that's the, the morning the, the after or the uh, lunch, my wife's always, you know, chopping up something, some sort of organic meat, usually, you know, uh, turkey or chicken, uh, and then putting that on top. And then she just cuts up vegetables for them. Usually that's our typical uh, midday. And then some form of, you know, clean meat, whether it be, you know, fish, turkey or chicken, uh, or, or sometimes beef, sometimes some, some, some clean organic bison and uh, some sort of, some form of vegetable. Again, we're simple. Uh, we don't make it too extravagant. Sometimes I wish I'm like, I need to, you know, I know you're such a you know good cook and put a lot of herbs in there. Although my wife, you taught her a lot of, of adding in more herbs and spices and these things that really, oh, I also put cinnamon uh, in, in, the, in the smoothie this morning too. So that's a typical thing. Again, um, you know, in, in practice, I always taught this ETC and the confusion. A lot of times you go down this, this path, like a lot of people think, well, they just throw their arms up. I can't do it like Dr. Josh, or I can't do it like somebody else. And it's like, you know what? It's lots more simple than you think. It's just picking the things. Yes. That, that again, don't add inflammation. We know, I know enough to be dangerous. Like get rid of the carbs, get rid of the, the empty calories and just fill. And then, you know, you, you need less, a lot of healthy fats, a lot of, you know, vegetables and green leafy stuff and a lot of, uh, you know, organic, organic meat and fish. I love it. It's super healthy. And I know anytime I've been over to your house and I know I've, uh, you know, had uh, your, your wife, Amanda make dinner. It's always fantastic. And I do want to say this. So and, and just for everybody listening, like just breaking this down, here's why this is so healthy. And also here's the other thing. It is so, so simple as Dr. Dan talked about here for breakfast. We're talking about you're getting the healthy fats in the coconut milk. You're getting all the antioxidants in those berries. You're getting uh, the uh, some nutrients there in spinach, and you're getting collagen in collagen protein or bone broth protein. You know, adding that into a smoothie, you know, it's perfect. You're getting those things your body needs to support its regeneration. And then for lunch, it was basically meat and a ton of vegetables. Dinner was meat and a ton of vegetables. And so you're getting fat, vegetables, and protein. And that's really how you heal is doing that. So any, anyways, I absolutely love that. And um, anyways, it's, uh, it's great advice there, keeping it simple. Let's move on. Let's talk about treatments. One of the things I know that you practiced, and I know by trade, you're a chiropractor and you 
uh, ran one of the most successful clinics in the country, which I know now you, you go around and you coach doctors and train doctors uh, yourself. But you know, when you had your uh, your your practice, you know, I, I think one one of the things I'd love people to hear from you on is about let, let's start off with chiropractic, and then I want you to talk a little bit about sort of the physical therapy aspects and some things people can do for chronic pain. But starting off with the chiropractic, well, why is chiropractic, you know? Is chiropractic effective for pain? I know the answer is going to be yes, but how is it so effective for pain? And can you compare it to, hey, if somebody went in and had an injection or conventional uh, pain treatment versus chiropractic, wh which is more effective? What's the different philosophies there? Just, just go on a little bit of a, a tangent, just talking about uh, how chiropractic treats, uh, treats pain. Chiropractic, again, in our world, this is just so misunderstood. I think it's becoming more well-known about what it does. And obviously, it's a, it's a good door for people to enter is, is pain relief. And so why it does that, there was a study back in 1968 by a guy named Melzack and Wall. You don't need to know any of this. All you need to know is that what it showed is that when, when joints move in the body, when joints move, they stimulate the nervous system, which is the brain. They're going directly to the brain that actually closes down the pain gate. What that means is it actually shuts down the pain when there's better movement. So this is why when somebody has like a, like a hip surgery or an, they used to just bed ride them for you know yeah. weeks, but then they realized they would get worse. And so then they realized they need to get them up and moving. If you've had a family member that has had like a knee surgery, they literally will have them up moving that day, if not the next day, and literally through a range of motion. Why? Yeah. Because we know the body's about motion. It's the same thing with the, with the spine. The spine is just loaded with more neurons. So what that means is that there's more population of neurons. So in the, in the spine, when that's not moving, you're going to have so much more pain opportunities in the brain, which is where we really feel the pain, right? So, so my point with chiropractic is chiropractic is so simple. It just keeps those joints moving within the spine so that it, and aligned appropriately so that the brain actually can, can, can minimize the pain. I've made, I mean, again, I've traveled all over the world talking about this and it, and it really fires me up because what most people think about chiropractic is just, you know, put a joint back in a place and that it just affects just pain relief, but they don't realize that the pain relief is actually really happening in the brain. And so chiropractic is about the nervous system and pain. So yes, even, you know, some people just use a little instrument like an activator or an integrator and these things, people say, how can that work? It works because the body is so amazing. And when aligned and moving, the spine is aligned and moving these joints it starts to shut down the pain gates in the brain. So hugely beneficial. That's where you start. Other treatments, I mean, again, physical therapy. I mean, you, you, the, the, the body is made to move. You've got to have to arrange emotion. And so there's, there's also these receptors within a lot of these muscles that if they're not moving, you open the pain gates and then add on top of that, all the inflammation that we put in our body. So this is where when you, when you stack the deck in your favor, you can get huge results with some little intervention you know, chiropractic, physical therapy, you know, um, you know, people that have had disc problems, myself included, I know you've had some like, like disc problems, uh, things like decompression and all the things we're talking about nutrition wise, that's an inflammatory thing. And so unfortunately, they'll just do cortisone shots, they'll, they'll, they'll recommend, you know, surgeries and, and, and discectomies and things. And although there may be a time and a place, a lot of this can be handled with non-invasively. And so those are, you know, some of, uh, some of the treatments, acupuncture is another great one, uh, cold laser, and, and even just uh, other, so there's a, like a, a laser that can actually produce a little heat that's, that's hugely beneficial for, for healing and reducing inflammation. So there's a lot of so many natural treatments as you, as you, you know, kind of alluded to that can help patients in acute pain or chronic pain. 
Yeah, I want to mention this too for, for everybody listening is that, uh, you know, so often people turn to surgery and drugs as the first line of defense for pain when that should be the last line because, you know, first off, you can't undo most surgeries, you know, and so surgery is a permanent thing that tends to actually cause more problems long term. If you look at, Dan, I don't know if you know this off the top of your head, do you, do you know a, a general percentage of the amount of low back surgeries that are considered to be failed, uh, you know, five years later? Yeah, well, I, I, I will tell you, uh, well, it's over 50%. And I will tell yeah. you this, I, I know, doc, I know doctors right now, surgeons that have done surgery their whole life, like I've studied a lot of the, with these guys. And they're getting like one guy has claimed he's, I, he goes, I'm a surgeon. He goes, but I'm gonna tell you when I take them through my protocols, which are more natural. Now, he goes, I can, I can avoid 78% of surgeries. And wow. I'm the surgeon, I'm the first one to want to do a surgery, if I've got something to do surgery on, but he goes, I can avoid 78% of them on candidates that theoretically, I could do a surgery on. But if you actually apply all these things we're talking about, and I'm going to, I'll finish off with one, two here, here after we get to this piece. But, but this is the point where they can be avoided, like for the most part, right? They, they can be avoided and there's surgeons out there and there's good people out there, good doctors out there that are really learning this stuff and showing us how to do it. You know, one of the things I think everyone needs to realize here, and I do, I, you know, I, I realize this myself with taking care of thousands of patients. You've done the same thing that struggle with chronic pain. And that is, it does take a little work. I think that's why some people don't do it as well. Because if you have, let's say you herniated a disc, that does not heal overnight. That can take months or even a year or so to fully heal. And so with that, you know, you need to be doing some of the right exercises because that's one of the big reasons it happens in the first place is maybe your glutes or your low back muscles or other, or your core, your abdominal muscles are weak. And so doing exercises that you have where you see a trainer who's trained in functional movements and they're making sure that they are, you're activating these muscles first doing things like McKenzie exercises and McGill exercises. Those are really going to help heal that. So you got to do the right exercises. That's work. Number two, you got to change your diet to this diet Dr. Dan talked about. That's work. You got to take the supplements. That's an investment. So you got to work and invest in yourself. Uh, but again, the long-term effects of most surgeries and drugs are you actually end up worse than before long-term or with other problems. I see it so often where people will go and get a surgery, you know, like on their ACL. And then the next year they'll tear their Achilles tendon or their ankle or something else because they never change the pattern of movement that caused them to get injured in the first place. And so it's important that you do put in a little work and do the things that you need to do in order to heal your body completely. As Dr. Dan is talking about, this is just so, so critical. And Dr. Dan, one other thing I wanna ask you, I wanna move away from chronic pain for just a second. And that is, I wanna talk about just chiropractic in general because I think when a lot of people go and they think about chiropractic, they think about chronic pain. What a lot of people don't realize is chiropractic care has been shown to be an effective treatment for scoliosis, for asthma, for acid reflux, for athletic performance, for all kinds of things, ear infections in kids, you know, kids, you know, going through, um, you know, uh, at, soon after birth, you know, getting, getting treatment. So talk to me a little bit about chiropractic and how, how is it effective for something like asthma or acid reflux? Yeah. One of the things I do every single week is I write an article. Um, I do a piece of research and, and, and I have hundreds and hundreds of, of chiropractors that, that put out and provide this content that I help them, them create. And I say that because I've done it over the last five years as I spoke to many chiropractors, but I've done it. And so I, I've, I've written over 
200 uh, articles on 250 chiropractic, over 250 chiropractic studies. And I, I say that because first off, most people don't recognize to your point, Josh, is that they don't recognize the, the benefits that chiropractic provides. So the reason is because chiropractic, again, the, there's an intimate relationship with your spine and your nervous system, your spine and your brain, your central nervous system. And so chiropractic dating way back to 1895, when it began to 1918 to all the way throughout today, it's uh, it has stood this test of time of helping people get results and it gets results because the spine is so intimately connected to all aspects of the body. If you just look at a nerve chart, you look at all those nerves that run through that spine and what we now know neurologically through research is that it influences all those hearts, lungs, digestion, breathing. I mean, if I could tell you how many people, and you're the same way, if, that, that you've you know, provided chiropractic care and they've gotten pregnant, or women that have got pregnant, or you know, again, kids that have overcome asthma, babies that have overcome colic, ear infections, these things. And the studies are out there showing us why. And it has everything to do with the fact, that, again, that spine is designed to move and align in a certain way. Chiropractors help it do that, help it because through injuries, through birth traumas, through falls and, and different accidents and sports injuries and vehicle accidents, these things, again, create the stress within the nervous system because of the spine. So chiropractic is very simple. And yes, it can, again, a, a plethora of things that it can help with. Yeah, I love it. And I, again, just one of the things here that, uh, as Dan talked about, it, that's so impressive, Dr. Dan, that I love about your background is, again, you've written on uh, sort of, uh, you've, you've written um, articles on over 250 uh, medical research articles regarding chiropractic and neurology and so many things. And so again, one of the reasons I want to have you on is you're just such an expert and you've looked at so many of these studies and how, how our nervous system works. And uh, I, again, I just absolutely love the, uh, you know, lo love so much of the advice you've given today. And just as a breakdown for everybody, again, as Dr. Dan talked about, again, it's so important that we take care of our diet. It's so important that we take care of our, uh, we take the right supplements. It's important that we do the right functional movements, that we get the right treatments like chiropractic. And the last thing, Dr. Dan, I'd love for you to talk about is I know you've studied this area of neurology. Can you talk for just a minute about how important our mindset is to healing and things even like, like neuroplasticity and how that affects our healing? If there was one thing that I probably would be most passionate about, and I'm so glad we kind of saved this for the end. Uh, one, you know, my, my kind of background in, in chiropractic and neurology, which I love just because most people don't know, like we just want them to know so that they can have the benefits, experience it by having access. Well, this is one of them. This is why chronic pain is so complex. There is a study done 2013 out of the Journal of Brain, and it showed this. They took a group of uh, two, two different groups. One group actually had low back pain for two months or less. So very acute. That means it's like it just happened, right? It was an injury or something just happened. And then they, they compared it and they did an fMRI, which is a scan of the brain. And they saw where the brain lit up. What, what areas of the brain did that pain come from or did it trigger, right? So they saw that. And that was different than this other group that had chronic pain that had been there for a long time. So years, I think it was six years or more of low back pain. Here was the interesting part, though. That first group that had very acute new pain, they followed them and they took scans every three months. Of that group, half of the group, half of that, the pain went away. So they kind of stopped following them. The group that the pain stayed, here's, this gets really crazy and I'll simplify this. The, the group that, that the pain stayed, what happened was after six months of having pain, low back pain, the area of the the brain that that low back pain came from changed after six months and it changed to an area of the brain that actually is very emotionally driven. So here's the kicker. 
the pain area felt the same. It was the same pain that these, these sufferers suffered. So it's like, if it's in my low back, low back pain, same pain. But what happened after six months of having that pain, the driver of the pain in the brain switched from the physical center to the emotional center. This is why chronic pain is so tough to address because if you just address the physical part and go down to the back and just address that back pain or the back physical tissue, you'll never get to the true cause. And this is why so many people are out there suffering chronic pain. So it brings me to, so then how do you address that? Because if it's switched, the driver of the pain, meaning the cause, is now just not the physical tissue. It's the actual within the brain. This study was so compelling in 2013 that it just threw a lot of people off. And now we know here's the kicker. We have to be able to address the emotional component of that pain in order to truly help these chronic pain sufferers. See me out there. And, and I'm going to tell you all the stuff we talked about, the food, the supplements, the interventions, the chiropractic, the physical therapy, all those things, so vital, so important, so necessary. But if you've had pain and it's still lasted, it, it's the also, Dr. Ash, you'll get this, like phantom limb pain is real. What happened is they literally, it's an example, they, someone has pain in their arm, they cut off the arm. So this is what they did. They would cut off an arm. The physical tissue is now no longer there. And in 60% of the people, they get their arm cut off because the pain was in the arm. They feel the exact same pain in the arm that's no longer there. It's called phantom limb pain. And 40% of those people actually have the same or worse pain. So I don't mean to get too kind of heady or kind of complicated here. So I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully kind of make sense of this. What we know is that if you've had pain for longer than six months, part, if not all of the driver of that pain is no longer just physical. And so in order to truly address that, you have to address some of the emotional components. And let me tell you how to do that. Let me, let me give you three tips how to address this emotional pain. Number one, this is going to sound so easy and simple. It's going to sound like there's no way it would work, but it's called expressive writing. And you can look this up, expressive writing. It's very simple. You take a pen and you take a piece of paper and for every, and a lot of doctors teach this, every day you wake up and it's not journaling. You take a piece of paper and you write down all of your thoughts. You take three to five minutes, doesn't take long. Three to five minutes, you put a pen to a paper and you write out your thoughts. It could be any thoughts that you're having. It doesn't, it's just anything that comes to your head. And what they've shown through research is that the very simple act of actually taking and processing your thoughts from here to a, to a piece of paper actually gets them out and provides space in between them. And then here's what you do with the paper after the five minutes. You tear it up and you put it in the trash. You don't journal it. You don't keep it. What they have found, and I'm going to tell you, is you're going to say it's so simple. It's, it doesn't sound like it's real. And it's so easy to do. But what they have found, it's, it's like a counseling session. It actually takes your emotions and expresses them out. And it provides distance and your spatial distance that your eyes see. And here's the crazy part. It doesn't even need to be legible. Like the, the so Try me. Again, humor me. Look it up. Expressive writing. A guy named uh, uh, Dr. Pennebaker out of, out of Austin, Texas created this technique. I've written, I've, I've, uh, sorry, I've, I've you know, read about three books on this. Expressive writing. Number two, again, is prayer. Like the power of prayer is, it's it just, it, it's not even, again, I'm not going to expound on that. Prayer, like, like is shown through research to really help. And then to me, like some two other very practical things. Um, number one is you got, or two is you got to sleep. So how, how, how can you sleep? Let me give you three quick tips. Number one, lower your body temperature by one degrees. How would you do that? 68 degrees. Set your, set your uh, th thermostat, 68 degrees 
Fahrenheit in your room, make it colder. Put on a blanket if you get cold. But the show research showed that when you lower your body temperature one degree when you sleep, you you get that much better sleep. Eliminate all lights in your in your in your room when you're sleeping because they, they they did a study of doctors. They put a tiny little light underneath their knee and they showed that just by having because you have receptors for light all over your body, just by having that little light, it actually disrupted their sleep. So try to block out your room. That'll increase your sleep. And then the third thing, this is you know something that you could be doing lavender and, and Epsom salt baths. Uh, I know Dr. Josh, you've taught me some of this, which is like lavender Epsom salt baths that actually calms the body, that magnesium in, in your body that calms the body helps you to get better sleep. And then the, then the third thing um, I want to emphasize is deep breathing. We know that when you deep breathe, there's certain um, amounts of oxygen that you can only get a, from, from actually parts of the of the of your lungs, like the bigger the, the deeper parts of your lungs, the top and the bottom that you're going to get through deep breathing. So that also has been shown to be very uh, uh, helpful in reducing pain. In fact, a study came out of Israel back to the sleep thing, and I'll wrap this up here. But it, it, it showed that that it wasn't that people in pain got lack of sleep; it was the lack of sleep actually elicited more chronic pain. It was the opposite. So if you're not sleeping, it's not that you're in pain, you can't sleep. It's that you're in pain because, you, because you're not sleeping. And so that seven to eight hours, I know some of you are like, I can only get two hours. It's not about being perfect. It's about getting better. And so, so, so practice those things. You know, black out your curtains. Make sure there's no light. Make sure you reduce that, you know, your body temperature, lower the temperature. And then, uh, you know, and then there's melatonin and other, other supplements that we've gotten into, but you, you have to be able to sleep. So this addresses, this can help address that emotional part of the driving force that a lot of unfortunately chronic pain suffers. And again, you can imagine like no doctors are talking about this. Like, so this is stuff that's really going to get you a leg up in terms of, of, of the, the chronic pain relief. I love it, man. This is great advice. And, and just remember a lot of this even goes back to ancient Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, biblical medicine is the importance of your mind when it comes to healing, having hope, having faith, you know, uh, prayer. And then also, as you're talking about, again, getting things out. So often we're a Western society, we keep things inside, even writing it down, as you're saying, that expressive writing. I've seen the research too. It is so powerful for healing. I want to encourage you guys to do that. One more sleep tip I want to mention uh, that Dr. Dan will like here is that is weighted blankets, you know, cold room, dark room, weighted blanket, man, getting in that, you kind of feel like you're hugging. It's been shown to reduce anxiety, support your brain uh, in sleep. And so anyways, I, uh, man, love this advice, love these tips. And again, just want to encourage you guys to, um, again, we talked a lot about on the show today, but again, these things are all effective. And just to, to simplify it, hey, you know, have proper movement pat patterns, work those proper muscles, eat a good diet, see a good chiropractor, get some good natural treatment there, and then work on your mindset. You do those things, you're going to see some great, uh, you know, great results in overcoming chronic pain. And so, uh, Dr. Dan, I want to say, hey, thanks so much for coming on today. Uh, where can people find you if they want to follow you? Uh, yeah, you could uh, go to you go to my website, which is uh, thechiropracticadvocate.com. Uh, and it's got all my emails in there. You can also go to the realdansullivan.com, which is a, a, another website I have. And so I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. I've got, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram, Dr. Dan Sullivan. Uh, and man, it's, it's, uh, it's been a joy and, and an honor. And if there's anything anybody needs as you're listening, you just uh, reach out to me and, and let me know. Awesome. Well, thanks, Dr. Dan. Hey, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we've been talking about how to get rid of chronic pain naturally. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next week with another show. Thanks everybody. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. 
Make sure to go to my recent Instagram post and let me know what your favorite part of the show was. Also, don't forget to follow me at Dr. Josh Axe there on Insta, where I cover the latest health trends, natural medicine, and so much more. Also, if you're loving this podcast, do me a big favor, head over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. Thanks so much for being on mission with me. See you next week. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. In some cases, individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein.